You're listening to The Seduce Podcast with Cass and Kat, where we love to talk about life and experiences that inspire your higher self. Hey, hey, welcome back, everyone. We are back for a brand new year, Kat. Yay! <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm so excited to be back doing this. It was one of the things I was thinking about while I was away last oh, year. Oh, I know. I really I really miss doing our recordings mm. and we got a lot of fresh ideas. We do. Get Lots ready, of things guys. to talk about. Lots of awesome topics coming your way. Yeah. We hope you all had a lovely Christmas, New Year, holiday break whatever you did in that mm. time hope you got to spend a lot of time with yourself <laughs> <laughs> we know that Cass did I in sure the last did. couple of months yeah. so I missed you while I you were away you. <laughs> oh, for those that don't know Cass was overseas for about seven weeks seven weeks wasn't it yeah it was huge that was a big stretch of not seeing each other actually I know <laughs> I know but we were still you know on the phones messaging each other it was still happening which definitely was good. but yeah definitely not being able to like give you a hug and say hey I know but yeah I know then we were lucky enough to spend New Year's Eve together because you came home just in time that, that was perfect it was yes. perfect timing Worked bringing well. in the new year together it was mm. beautiful so given that it's a new year Given that it's like January is always that time where people want to work on themselves, mm-hmm. you know, it's always when the gyms are most busy and wow. and the beaches here in Australia are most busy yeah. because people are out and about getting their walks in, doing things for them. So mm-hmm. it makes a bit of sense today to have a chat about all the things and activities that you do alone Yeah, that can really build you up, make you a little bit more grounded and yeah, I guess like... The importance of not only traveling alone like you did, mm. but also being in a space with your own mind where you're happy, confident, and content. Yes. So talk to me, mm. Cass. Talk to me about your trip and what made you travel alone to begin with? Yeah. So, you know, obviously fresh after the whole COVID thing and mm-hmm. not being able to travel and being locked down, you know, it hit me in about July that geez, like I haven't traveled. I want to do my trip. And at that point in time, I was like, do I quickly just jump to Europe for a bit of summer and then just jump back? You know, nothing was holding me back from doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, the girls were all good in the studio as always. So it was very much like, hmm, what should I do? Then I spoke to my travel agents and, you know, my brother's, my nephew was born end of August and I knew my sister-in-law was obviously due Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to miss that. I didn't want to miss the birth. So when I spoke to my travel agents, I was like, you know, I've always wanted to do a Christmas trip. I want a white Christmas. I was like, and I want to be gone. At that point in time, I wanted to be like leave September, October. Mm -hmm. But then how it all unfolded and that was going to be a long amount of time. Mm -hmm. My travel agents booked me from November 12th till December 30th. So a seven week holiday, which is the longest I've ever been away and not to mention by myself. Yeah. So you've never traveled alone before. I have flown to countries to meet friends before. Mm -hmm. I've definitely done that. I've flown to Paris. I've flown to Los Angeles by myself. I've flown back home by myself. You know, I have spent a couple of days in Los Angeles by myself, but this was my first solo trip. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So what what made you do it? What made you book it on your own? Yeah. I just thought... 
there was just nothing stopping me from doing it. And at that point in time, I just thought, I'm not going to ask anyone. You know, I had a couple of friends say, oh, my God, that's amazing. Maybe I should come. And I remember thinking to myself, no, don't. Mm. Like, I just wanted to do it on my own. There was no rhyme or reason, though. It was just instinctively. I want to book this and I want to book it now. Mm. If I sat around trying to find a friend to go with, it wouldn't have happened. A lot of my friends are married with kids, you know, a lot going on. It was an expensive trip as well. I wouldn't expect anyone to be able to try and do For sure. yeah. that trip. Because you're working on your schedule too. It's, it's your trip. You 100%. Know. Yeah. So yeah. it was very much like book, let's do it. I could stay. I didn't have to budget either. I didn't mm. have to work with someone else's budget like oh should we grab an airbnb like what Mm. do you want to spend you know it was very much like my travel travel agents knew what i wanted they booked me my hotels they it was just very easy they were great in the sense as well that you know one of them would be like oh you should go to this place and then the girls in that in the agency said no she's alone She's not going to that Keep place. Keep it safe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And in regards to the hotels that they put me in as well, they were all city centre, like yeah. best locations. I walked everywhere. I got in my 20K steps per day. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't silly about things as well. You know, mm-hmm. I made sure I wasn't out too late at night when no one was around. Yeah. Those kinds of things. But basically I just booked because I was ready to book and I thought I want to do this now. What's stopping me? Why I've wanted to do this and you've heard me mention it before remember I said to you and Luke like this was pre-COVID we should do a Christmas trip do you remember that yes and what was that 2018 I would have been saying that I reckon it was no I reckon it was after we got back from Bali Bali, 2019 there you go and do you remember we were actually like kind of really contemplating it going and then COVID hit and it just ruined things but yeah yeah, that was absolutely it's been in the pipeline for a while yeah well then we'll have to do it again at some point then and bring and bring the kids and but yeah that's that's kind of how it all came about there was no second thinking it was like even my mum you know being the worry ward that she is when I was about to book the trip she said to me oh but Russia and blah 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 and I said ma I don't care I'm booking Mm-hmm. Or or she might have said it after I booked. I was like, I booked, doesn't matter. Yeah. And that gave my parents initiative to go, okay, well then let's book our trip. Because then they went to Calabria. They went to South Italy. Yeah. If I hadn't a maybe, and plus she would have had a little bit of pushing from my dad. But if I hadn't been like, oh, well, I'm, I've already booked. Yeah. Then they might not have taken that step themselves. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. So, Yeah. Beautiful. And you met up with them over there for I Christmas? I met up with them. So they were obviously in Calabria. They left in, I believe it was September or October. I believe it was September or maybe October. And they spent their time in Calabria where they were both born. Mm. And then once I did my, you know, European adventure and then arrived in Italy in Florence, mm-hmm. they came up and met me in Florence. And then we went to Shena which is where we spent Christmas, Mm -hmm. which is the Italian Alps uh, bordering Austria. Beautiful. Really stunning. So they joined me for that and then we flew back together. Yeah. Just in separate, different seats. Different Different ends of the plane. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Seeing them was was good fun. It's very different when you've been alone Mm -hmm. for 
five weeks mm. and then you meet your Italian parents. <laughs> <sighs> it was like you really have to practice patience. <laughs> And, you know, I've lived out of home since I was 27, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. which is a big deal for an Italian girl as well, but they were great with that. Mm. But you, you're just used to your own space and then literally I had booked beautiful accommodation and I said, come along because there's rooms, there's, there's yeah. lots of room. And they took me up on that offer. <laughs> it like, was great. Regrets. <laughs> It was honestly, it's one of those things. When can you say you've done a white Christmas, you know, with your parents? So I'm very grateful. Definitely. But it, it, you have to practice patience because <laughs> they're in a different mindset to you. And, you know, you what rest, you know, when you travel with other people, it's like, okay, well, when do you guys want to eat? Because I was eating quite early on my yeah. trips. I was eating at like 4, mm-hmm. four 5 p.m., mm. you know, my dinners. But they, you know, got pushed back when I was with them to like 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you've got to kind of, and what do you want to eat? And they would look at menu. They liked to menu hop, look at one menu, then look at another. <laughs> Me, I see it, I like it, I'm in. Yes. You know what I mean? But so it was a different bowl game once they came along. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember when, just before you left, uh, you spoke to me about this trip being your very own Eat, Pray, Love yes. little journey, which I've actually seen that movie, surprisingly. Oh, I've watched I, a movie. Woo! I have uh, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't watch movies. So everyone that's listening, can we just have a round of applause for this? <laughs> Julia, Julia Roberts, even yes. though the actress's name. That's, yeah, um, well done. Wow. Well done. That's impressive. So, it, yeah, it was yeah, my so own Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, you spoke about it being an Eat, Pray, Love. And and was it like that? It was, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you gather from that movie? Like what did you take away from that movie? I think it was a lot about finding yourself. Correct. And mm. not only finding yourself but also understanding that whether – Sometimes in the world that you're grown, like you're living in basically and you grew up in and the rigmarole of work and things like that, we get lost and we don't always have that time or make that space for ourselves to actually go, I just need a minute here to sit and really gather my thoughts and just be present rather than thinking about the past, worrying about the future, like just being present. So I think that movie was all about that. And, you know, when you take yourself physically out of your normal days Mm. and you put yourself at a totally different location that's you know the greatest and probably easiest way to find yourself absolutely 100 percent. and you you learn so much Mm. about yourself and it would be like a big confidence booster too wouldn't it absolutely and I remember we had dinner the week before I left Uh I think it was yeah and you said to me are you nervous yeah and I remember saying to you about what yeah (laughs) I was like, what, what do I know? And you're like, about travelling. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And I couldn't, I don't know why I wasn't because you weren't the first person to ask mm. me that. Like, are you scared? Are you worried? Are you, you know, I had other people asking those things. And it was a straight out no. And I don't know whether it's because I travel to Melbourne every month or, you know, I've lived alone for so long. Mm. But this trip, you you wouldn't. I don't know if you probably wouldn't think it because I have been in my own thoughts, in my own space since I was 27, mm. you know, I've been out of home. But travelling, being able like having to talk a different language, communicate with people, you know, find your way around, it's 
you do you really it was truly an eat pray love experience without the praying <laughs> yeah without the praying oh you know i don't know i feel like there would yeah have been. actually there would have been yeah, yeah a bit of that um what do you call it meditating at night and that kind of thing mm. Deaths. but a lot of eating for sure oh that goes without saying it, it does it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a cast trip if there wasn't <laughs> food every two hours you know, when I did get back to work, though, I was like, oh, man, you know, three weeks ago I was just deciding what croissant I wanted that morning. <laughs> now I'm back at it. But, yeah, it was very much about finding myself and, you know, speaking to people, you know, I would be at a restaurant and there's great comfort in being able to say, table for one, please. People, there's people out there that can't do it, mm. won't do it. Mm-hmm. Then there's people, there's a lot of people that can. And, and we're talking dinners. Like we're not just talking about we're cafe, talking, grabbing a coffee. We're talking quickly. about restaurants, even Michelin star restaurants wow. as well. Yeah. And But we're talking everything, any cafe I went into. Yes. Or, yeah, restaurants. I didn't, I obviously don't go drinking and didn't really go to bars and that kind of thing. So those dinners that you did alone, had you ever done that before the trip? Like I don't do that in Adelaide. No. no. So how did that feel? Yeah, like, like just walking into a restaurant knowing, yep, I'm here by myself. Like, what was that like? It honestly, like that just I can't even describe it. Like it was nothing. Mm. It was nothing. It felt like I had done it before. Mm. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm. Like I'm like, it felt not unusual like at all. comfortable comfortable mm. there was no awkwardness no nervousness no none of that you literally ask have you ever done that before no because I'm in Adelaide friends whatnot yeah. you know but this was completely new but yet it felt like I've done it all my life yeah right so it's just yeah, completely comfortable. Then you're reading a menu in a different language. And, mm. You know, yeah, they do have obviously English menus also, most yeah. places. Yeah. And then I remember this one restaurant in Vienna. No, I take that back, Munich I was in. It's all become a blur, but <laughs> I was in Munich and this lady said, the waitress said to me, are you travelling alone? And I said, yeah, I've been travelling alone. I think at that point it had been, well, four weeks mm-hmm. and or three and a half weeks, something like that. And she's like, oh, I recently, she was, she was, a, she seemed like a little bit older than me. And she goes, it's so good. And I go, it's good. And I touched my heart. I was like, it's so good for the soul. Mm. And she said, yes. And she goes, when you're alone, and she was, you know, her English was a bit broken. Mm. But she said to me, when you're alone and with your own thoughts, you learn so much about yourself. And you, she goes, you think things you've never thought before. Interesting. And I was like, that's mm. interesting. And I, it really made me go, have I been thinking things I've never thought before? Mm. Because there was still a lot to keep my mind occupied, you yeah. know, work-wise and new developments in my personal life Mm -hmm. so there was yeah there was always you I guess your mind is constantly running and that's why practicing presence and um being in the now is very good because Mm. it helps you stop and appreciate what you've got in that moment how you're feeling in that moment Mm. and being able to take things in so I definitely didn't take it for granted I always you know I was capturing photos and also trying to be as present as possible in those moments to Mm. take everything in Mm. but it was such a great experience just being on your own clock not having to 
go buy anyone else's time and mm. yeah oh yeah that would have been nice absolutely no pressure not not no mm. it was so so relaxing mm. so relaxing what do I want to eat yeah I'm gonna grab that chimney cake they're all over Europe people will know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like they're shaped like a chimney and then they put Nutella on the inside yum in Prague I'm like yeah I'll get that one and I was like, mm, I should have gotten it from the other place. <laughs> but like, you know, you do you do whatever you want at spur of the moment. Like, yeah. Mm. How should I get to this place? Should I walk? Should I grab a cab? Should I, mm. you know, it's just that actually that would be one of the only things. Where was I? I think I, I will tell you one thing. As soon as I got started started the trip, not mm. got started the trip, I arrived in London mm-hmm. and I caught up with a friend that I hadn't seen, a high school friend yes. that I hadn't seen in seven years because she's been travelling and living abroad since basically since high school. Yeah. So I went to a wedding in Queensland. I saw her in San Francisco and though in the last – 20 years it seems like those have been the only times and then once she's come here as well so it seems like it's been few and far between so we caught up which was really beautiful Mm. in London and I got to spend about 24 hours with her Mm -hmm. and and that was a lot of fun but I remember as soon as she left I was like all right now the trip really starts by myself yes And there were, at the start, don't get me wrong, there were those moments of, okay, I need to make sure I get into safe cabs. I need to make sure, you know, there were those kind of thoughts, like not to stay, stray too far from the crowds, you know, and because I'm very much independent, like, oh, if someone's going that way, I'm going to go the other way, you know. But then there were those moments, you know, where it was like, okay, In order to be safe, I think at some point I've just got to follow the crowd on some, you know. And, you know, when I would get lost and I didn't have maps or anything, I would quite literally see where people were walking. This is just, you know, handy tips. What Mm. direction are people going in, majority? Yes. Because these are tourist cities as well. That's right. What direction? I think I was in Berlin and I couldn't find my way back to the hotel and I noticed where one of those double-decker buses, where it turned, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, I've got to walk that way. Yes. So yeah. I know I've kind of strayed off on a tangent, <laughs> but basically at the start of the trip, I did have those thoughts of, okay, I need to to be safe. I need to... Yeah, just be like a bit responsible aware. and sensible. And, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you know me, I like to be in control as well and know probably why I don't drink maybe yeah. that I like to know what I'm doing yes. and you know if you exclude health reasons but yeah I when the cab came to pick me up from London to take me to the airport the cab driver was late mm-hmm. he wasn't friendly mm-hmm. and because he was late it meant that I was now potentially going to be late for my flight which mm. was my first flight to another city yeah and I was like, and he's like, there's traffic, this normally takes this long. And I was like, well, you were also late, I said to him. And I, and then there was that part where I thought, he's not going in the direction I thought he would go. Mm. And I was like, is he going to take me back? Like, is this the start of a horror movie? You know, they, so those thoughts do creep in, but I think that was just the start of that trip, just that 
little bit of like, mm, mm, let's be cautious about what we do. Yes. And, um, and you know, sometimes when you're like in your mind, you would have been really weary. So, yeah. and when you're already feeling, like you said, you, you left your friend in London yeah, and you were like, okay, she left to, uh, sorry, to, she to left. And then home. it's like, okay, now I'm doing this on my own. Yeah. And then it's just natural for those feelings to come up. And then when those feelings come up, you're super aware of yes. moments where things, you know, oh, this didn't feel right, but it could yes. be perfectly fine. Yes. But because, you know what I mean, you're running those thoughts through your mind. Absolutely. So scenarios come up where you're like, ah, okay, this Absolutely. is a bit scary. And, um, <laughs> And I remember something I did in that cab ride because his energy was so off. I crossed my arms and my legs. Have you ever heard that? That when you cross your legs and your arms, you're essentially rebounding that energy back off of you? I think uh, we might have to fact check me on that one because that's me trying to recall. But I remember doing that because I didn't want – because it was the start of my trip and I didn't want his bad energy, like, Mm. getting – like, I just wanted to kind of calm down and I wanted to rebound it off of me. I think that's a thing. We might have Mm. to look that up. But it's all about following your intuition as well and just ensuring that any moments you do feel uneasy that you are – taking the appropriate steps to get you out of that situation so that you are feeling, you You know know what I mean? You know, on the opposite, I'll never forget, I travelled just with Luke. We went interstate. It was Melbourne. We went for a weekend and it was many years ago. And we got out of the airport and, you know, you wait for a cab, right? Yes. And we've we've walked out the doors of the airport and this guy has approached us. Mm -hmm. And this guy's approached us and he's like, oh, hey, where are you looking to go? And we're like, oh, the city. He said, come with me. Now, he was, like, dressed in just average clothes, right? There was no cab. There was no, like, average clothes. And probably, like, I don't know, 20 metres away from him, this really tall guy in, like, dressed really nicely. You could tell that they were, like, together, right? Somehow they were together. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Luke and I are very – Luke, let me put – okay, start again. (laughs) Luke is a very, like, yeah, no worries, let's do it, right? No fear, that kid. Oh, my God, honestly, no fear. And I was more like, babe, like, who is this? Like, did he just come off the plane with us? Like, who is this guy? He's like, I don't know, babe, let's go. It's an adventure. And I was like, oh, here we go. Okay. Like, me on my own would never, never. You'd but never see me walking with some bloke. That's the start of hostel, right? isn't it? Like, He's like, let's go, babe, let's go. Anyway, so we're, like, carrying out little suitcases and we're walking, like, we're walking, like, away from the cab rank. And I'm just like... Oh, this doesn't, like, this is so weird. I don't know what's happening here. Anyway, that guy ended up meeting up with him. They start having this conversation, and I'm like, Luke, we're going to end up, like, so far from the city. Like, they're probably going to kill us. Anyway. Wow. (laughs) We get in the car, and it turns out that he's just a private driver. Yeah, they're great. Right? They're great. (laughs) And then he just became our driver, and every time we went to Melbourne, we were like, call him up, and it was great. But that initial, like... What am I doing? Yes. I don't think I should be doing this. Was my fear, yeah. but then I've got Luke's energy. Like, eh, it's all good. It's all good. And it was. Yeah, absolutely. You know, just don't watch that movie with Denzel Washington and uh, oh. Angelina Jolie, the Bone Collector. Oh, I, I will never. The watch beginning that movie, scene. Yeah, you know, if anyone's seen that, the beginning scene, two people in the cab, then you'll know, like, what I mean. Actually, my sister had a bad experience. Her and her partner, I think they were in. Bali or Thailand, I can't remember which one. They had a bad experience with a driver. Oh, no. um, they got into the cab and then while they were in the cab, he took off his, like, cab light. So, yeah, and and she reckons, like, her and, like, her partner were just looking at each other like, what's going on? And then he started going in a direction that wasn't where they needed to be and they were questioning him. Like, 
we need to be back there because they'd been there before so they knew you know the roads and stuff we need to go back there he's like no 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 we're going out and Rosie just like turned to her partner and was just like we have to get out of this car oh and so they were like God. you need to pull over like you need to get out and you know they there's all sorts of stories you know yeah. in those countries about what they do to people and stuff like that and steal your stuff and and she was like the second he took his cab light off she's like I just knew wow. like we need to get out and they both had that instinct of we need to get the hell out of here and what did they do they, they did, did he pulled over because um like cheat her partner yeah yeah like you know, he was just very like stern and very like, "This has got yeah, to stop you've now." You've got to stop. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but that would have. Wow, it's so you know, creepy. imagine being on your own in a situation like that. Oh yeah, nah. You know, nah, not down with that. No, that would be horrible. So yeah, that's one thing. If you're traveling alone, you've just always. I didn't Uber anywhere, but I ensured that the the hotels were the ones that called the cabs. Yeah. I and yeah, and even at the airport, made sure I went to the right cab ranks. And, yes. That kind of thing. You weren't lured by some guy no, and his bodyguard. No. <laughs> but I am not going to lie. When I travelled to Paris back in 2017, I did get into a, a man's car that he was at the airport and he's like, come with me. And this was a bit more of the naive cast. Like, oh, cool, he's at the airport. He's saying, come with me. And then as I, there was that realisation as I was in the car the van, I think it was. The van? I know. Of all things. Exactly. Oh, my God. That I was just like... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on. Were you, like, in the back? No, I was in the van? front. I was in the front. Was he opens like, up the side gate. Yeah. like, yeah, I'll jump in. <laughs> this is normal. Where's the candy? And there's other people tied up in there. Cool. <laughs> Are you, you going to the city too? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So I got into this into this van and there was that realisation that was like, hold on, I'm pretty sure this didn't say taxi above. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what, at the end of the day it was probably just that I got ripped off in Euros but yeah. there was definitely that moment of I've seen Taken, I've seen the movie Taken and this is, and that happened in Paris, like they arrived in Paris. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyways, that the, this Cassandra this time around didn't do that kind of thing. It was sensible cast. Very, very much more structured. <laughs> so yeah, no, travelling, fun. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never travelled alone. Yeah. Ever. Okay. Ever. I'm I wonder if you'd actually enjoy it though. Would you enjoy it? I feel I like you know. need to I'm, be around people. Yeah, to... like don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy my one-on-one time like here, like at home. Yeah. You know, if I have like a day off or if Rosaria's, I don't know, with my parents, in-laws, something like that, and I've got time to myself. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Like I love it. Yeah, absolutely. However, mm, I think I'd be like super lonely. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Not lonely like dependent, just lonely like I just want to talk to people. It makes sense. You know? It totally makes sense. Did you find oh, that? Did you did you make friends on the trip? I'm like, you're looking at a cancerian. <laughs> like, put me in my shell and I am good. You're fine. You're fine. So, absolutely, like, you – no, I oh, I honestly just enjoyed it far too much. Like, I was talking – obviously, I would check into a hotel and I would chat with them. I'd get yeah. to a restaurant and I'd chat with the waiter or waitress. Yes, yeah. You know, it, but I enjoy not talking to people sometimes. <laughs> I enjoy doing my own thing and but like you know I found when I got to Prague I found this coffee place coffee and croissant place Mm -hmm. and they did chais and I haven't not been able to find loose leaf chais in all of Europe I'd been but there were other things that I really enjoyed like their 
mint mint tea with honey like they do fresh mint in Europe it was really great but anyways I found in Prague I found this croissant coffee place and I just started chatting to the girl and I would go there every morning and just chat and then I'd be like okay I'm over people back to just me and my thoughts back to me you know and capturing all these beautiful sights and but I know what you mean it depends it really depends what you want out of it and the kind of person you are because yeah. I know you and you like to be around people and have fun and mm. you know what I mean? Whereas me, like, you know, I was doing little aspects of work, like I was doing a bit of work while in the hotel rooms because I couldn't fully switch off. Mm. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean, because, you know, travelling also inspires me and there's a sure. new creative energy there. Mm-hmm. So um, it really depends what you want out of a trip because I can honestly say that this trip was so much fun because I have fun alone and it was fun. Yes. But some people would look at it and be like, well, how was it fun if you were by yourself? And it's like, well, because I'm able to enjoy my own company. I'm able to see all these wonderful things that made it such an epic once-in-a-lifetime trip. Yes. You know, so... Mm. yeah but everyone's different so I like like beating to the what's the word going to the beat of my own drum oh yes yeah, yeah I do like doing that mm. so and when I'm tired I could go back to the hotel and just sleep if I wanted to or watch a movie you know no one to answer to no one to answer to it was mm. great mm. yeah because I've traveled with some shocking people before <laughs> Just one. I hope it wasn't me. No, definitely. Oh, my God. You were the best to travel with. No. thank you. Yeah. No, you were amazing to travel with. We had a great time. I mean, we did, but I didn't know if that was just one-sided. Like, I had a good time. (laughs) I'm like, this chick, can she just? No, you were great. And you know what? There was no, you know, because sometimes when you travel with someone, like, you could, you know, because you do, you have to go, what do you want to do? And what do you want to do? We were so easygoing. Yeah. There were no, like, no tiffs whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, I, not in my end. I don't remember no. that <laughs> I don't remember getting annoyed at all. Like, no. No. You know? So we had, yeah, we had a really great trip. Do you know what I think happens also? And maybe maybe it's just as you get older, I don't know. Mm. But you, you just respect people's, like, even though we're on a trip together, it's okay if you yeah. want to do something different to me. 100%. You know, and we were cool with that. It was kind of like, yeah, I know Cass really wants to do that and she knows I really want to do this, so we'll make it happen for the mm, two of us, mm. you know? So that yes. was that was nice. I think that's a really big part of it. Yes. I went away before we got close and before I got married, had a hen's weekend in Queensland. Mm-hmm. And I went away with 10 girls, yeah. like 10 of my that's friends. And if you can imagine, all my friends, majority of my friends, are not friends with each other, uh-huh. okay? They're just yes. friends with me, yes. right? Yes. So they're basically strangers to each other. Yes. Okay, and we all stayed in a nice big place all together in this one house. Yeah. And at first I was a bit like, ooh, I wonder how this is going to go. You know, we're there for, I think we were there for three or four days. It wasn't long, but yeah. three or four days. I thought, how's this going to go? Ten women in the same space. This was your hens? Yeah. My hens, yeah. yeah. And it was the best. Wow. And what I realized from that trip is that I've actually surrounded myself with people, people. who are independent enough mm. to, you know, on the Saturday, because we got there, I think, Thursday night, and on the Saturday my sister had planned the hen's night, right? Yeah. But during the day, because everyone was like, oh, well, what are, we, you know, what are we doing on this trip? And I just said, the only time I need you is Saturday night and on Sunday night. That's it. You want to do whatever you want to do during the day? Be my wow. guest. You want to stay home? You want to come out? 
I don't know where I'll be, probably at the beach or shopping or whatever. And what did you find people did? Oh, people, one of my girlfriends, like she was a mum of two and she went and got her hair done. Nice. She spent like she just had like a bit of a pamper day. Another girlfriend of mine into fitness. She went to one of those is it IB, BF, uh, IB, yeah. whatever they're called, uh, fitness shows. She went out and yeah, did that. Right. You know, other friends came out like for coffee. Like it was just great. Yeah, that's and I great. thought that's the way you got to travel when you do it with others. Yeah, you just have to be like it's all good. Do your thing. Because it's not just my experience. It's theirs as well. It's so true. You know? That is definitely true. So that was really fun. But as for travelling alone, no. Mm. Uh, That, um, I haven't felt the need to. Yeah. I've been to a cafe on my own, but I could probably, like, count that on one hand how many times that's happened. It's not often for me. Wow. You know, I'll go for beach walks, things like that. But actual, like, social settings by myself, I haven't really done that. Yeah, wow. And I was talking to a cousin of mine recently. She just started doing that. And she just said, it's so liberating. Just rocking up. And like you said, she said, you know, I rocked up there. And they're like, oh, is it table for two? And she was like, no, just one. Yeah. And she was just saying that out loud was empowering. Yeah, it really is. You got the same thing? Yeah. It really is. And, you know, I don't feel like... I don't feel different because I feel like in Europe so many people would, are travelling and do that. Yes. You know, yeah. so I don't feel out of the norm by any means or that I'm special in any way because I can imagine so many people doing yeah. that. But it is this empowering move of, hey, table for one and being completely confident with it. And you know what? You get seated so much quicker, man. <laughs> yeah, you would. Oh, <laughs> it's just like they just make room for you. They're like, yeah, come on through. Yeah. You know? So that was really, really great. This one night in Lucerne, the, this restaurant that I wanted to have dinner at was completely packed. Mm-hmm. right but I was adamant I wanted a specific meal on their menu and I was like I'm going in there yeah and it was had it was the day I arrived so mm. I was completely cash I'm talking trackies puffy jacket you know you don't think much about it when you travel mm. as well there was that part of me that was like should I come back tomorrow night a bit more dressed up and then I was like no. well no because I might not make it that's that's one tip I have to say is when you've got the instinct to do it now do it because mm-hmm. I swear you will not like something else will pop up the night after you're on and it won't happen. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I was like, no, I'm going to go into this restaurant now mm. and get a seat. So she was kind of when I went in and I said table for one, she was kind of looking around. She's like, let me just have a check because the place was packed and there were people behind me waiting. People, people that were still waiting in front of me. And she comes back up to me and she says, do you mind sharing a table with other people? And I said. No, that's fine. Mm. So I got seated on a rounder table and I, I said to her, as long as they don't mind. And she goes, no, they won't mind. And she walks me to this round table and she says to the two girls, she goes, you know, someone else is going to sit here, okay. And they, were, and they looked at me and they were like, they, all, they smiled yeah. Yeah. and they're like, sure. And I sat there and I ordered my meal and then they ended up leaving and more people came along on the other end of the table. Yeah. And, and you know what happened to me at that point? Oh, my gosh. Here's a story for you. Could not believe it. So I go to pay with my card. I don't know if I've actually told you this story. No, I have not. So I go to story. pay with my travel card. Mm-hmm. And she goes, so there's pe- literally people on my table that can see this situation happening. Uh-oh. And she goes, oh, that didn't work. And I was like, oh, okay. Right, because at this point I'm like, do I even have any? I hadn't transferred into, I think Lucerne accepted francs, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So I only had euros. 
And anyways, I was like, okay, that's odd. And she goes, no, no, it's just our machine sometimes. Cool, cool. So she tries putting it in the machine. Try it again, declined. Mm. I was just like, mm. okay. <laughs> and then I go, because I obviously knew how much money was on there, so I'm yes. like, not unless I've been hacked. So that's the thought that started oh, no. to creep into my head, have I've been hacked, like what has happened. And she goes, I'm just going to grab the other machine because sometimes this happens. And I was like, okay, grabs the other machine, tries again, and these girls could literally see what's happening, and declined. And I was like, that's okay. I ended up giving her 50 euros. So it was more than the meal and I didn't – yeah, exactly. And I didn't realise afterwards that – you know, I had given her euro. I didn't even think, but they accepted there anyways, apparently. So I gave her 50 euro and I said to her, just keep the change. That's fine. And so I'd paid for more than, yes, than yeah. what I'd actually eaten. I go back to the hotel, check my fo- like check my travel card, and it says we are doing, ma- what do they do, maintenance, oh, maintenance. whatever, between what what was Australian time, oh. one a.m. and six a.m. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me? What if I was in a cab that w- I'd had no euros? Like, wow. you know what I meant? I was have just access like, to the money at all. So there's a hot tip for everyone: always change some money, have yeah, enough. Have because when I went to listen, you're not gonna believe this. Everyone kind of chucked a fit when I told them. Like my mom was like, "Well, I caught." the cab from the airport in Zurich to Lucerne and when I got in the cab driver said this is going to cost 280 which was what I thought euro so I thought it would be about 400 400 Australian but it was actually francs and that was a little bit costed me five but basically costed me 500 Australian my cab he said to me do you you can catch this or there's a train well how how long were you in the cab an hour but but Switzerland's very it's not cheap yeah right yeah and I said to him meh my cat my my suitcase is already in your cab like I was like just go and and then when I kind of got to the hotel they they like oh it's very common for people to catch the train because it goes straight into the airport. <laughs> and I was like, so you're saying I could have bought a bag? That's what you're saying. <laughs> right. So when I left, I obviously, I caught the train and it was so easy because <laughs> it's literally got the aeroplane thing right there as a stop. And uh, it wasn't $500? And it wasn't $500. It was, oh I, think it, it, I think it cost me, including the little cab that I took to to the train station, mm-hmm. which I could have walked, but it was raining. Still it, could have walked. It probably, yeah. <laughs> it cost me about like 50, was it 50 Australian or 50 oh Euro? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I know. So, but, yeah, everyone always check your card, maybe have another card backup option because I was just like, oh, I'm not going to have any dramas with the travel card, but swap your money as well if you're travelling as well. Yeah. I remember when I travelled with my sister, we went to America and that was one of the things, like travel cards were the rage and it was like put everything on there and I remember the bank saying put everything on there and I was like, no, give me cash. Cash is king. <laughs> cash is king. To this yeah. day, it still is, all right? Yeah. Because it's just moments like that. You just don't know when Absolutely. you'll be. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I would have never thought that they would do that. <laughs> and it literally said travel money cards. I think it said Commonwealth Visa card. These are the cards that will be affected. And I was like, 
You're kidding me. And isn't it funny, like, they do the maintenance on travel cards from Australia. Like, you know that people are going to need them because of the time difference. It was totally dumb to me. I was like, this is the dumbest thing That's ever. That's ridiculous. When I saw that. But, yeah, luckily I had that bit of cash on me. And luckily that didn't happen on the $300 fare to yeah, the airport. Can imagine? you imagine? Oh, oh. I haven't swapped that much money. Like, um, what do we do here? <laughs> What do we do? Yeah. Uh, no, look, maybe you've inspired me a little bit to travel on my yeah. own. I don't know. And and you know what? Sometimes, okay, so do you think traveling on your own, you get more benefit than when you're living day to day and you maybe go for a beach walk or you go for your gym session? Like, is it the same feeling of alone time or is it different? I would say it's different. Mm-hmm. I would say say it's different because a you've got to there's you're in a country where they're speaking a different language. Yeah. So your next move, you're literally thinking about your next move. Like you know, I'm about to go into that coffee shop. How do you say hello? How are you again? Yeah. Okay. You know how you know. Mm. Just in case they don't, then they're not speaking good English there. So you're constantly thinking about your next move. Where am I going to go today? Do I need to put it in maps? What is the distance from here to there so yes. I feel safe? Yeah, you are. You you are thinking about that next step ahead, but it's still extremely relaxing mm. because you are on your own time. So it's like walk here, walk blah blah blah, and I'll grab something to eat. Yeah. yeah, so I would say it's just that little bit different because a language barriers, ensuring your safety, just little things like that, mm. really. Yeah, and you know when you're home, you're home. You know, you know these places like the back of your hand. Mm. When you're mm. in a different country, you don't. Mm. You're yeah, very much you you're just off the fly, day to day. There were definitely, and you're also thinking about how can I fit everything in as well? I need to, I need, I want to visit these spots and see these things and I've got two days left and, you know, so. So you're still keeping yourself busy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There was so so much to see. So what kind of point to the trip did you find that your eat, pray, love experience really flourished? Were there different moments or was it the whole thing? It was the whole thing for mm-hmm. me. It was definitely the whole thing because there was so much to appreciate in in each city I went to. Yeah. yeah. And when you're in one city, you're looking forward to the next. You're like, I wonder how this is go- it's going to be different in the next place. You are. It's this constant excitement. Um, so the eating obviously happened the whole way through. <laughs> there were, you're in different cities with different foods and you want to try their specialties. Mm. And, and there were obviously different points and epiphany moments mm. of, you know, different appreciations at different points, but a lot of gratitude. Mm. It's, Mm. yeah, you you do a trip like this and you do realise, like, you know, I was very grateful for everything I was experiencing. Yeah. Did you miss home? No. Not at all. I missed certain, certain someone Family oh. Oh. and my niece and nephew. That a certain someone. Yeah, yeah. We'll chat about that. <laughs> wow, there's our next episode. <laughs> okay. 
But you didn't miss home. Like you weren't like, I'm homesick now. It's time to go home. There was no homesickness. Wow. No. And I know what homesickness feels like. But there was definitely an anticipation of, I can't wait to get back in the sun, get vitamin D, back to routine. And I know routine can be a killer in life, that you're not supposed to be too structured Mm. because that kills the joy of life. But it's just being able to go, I look forward to being able to get a chai latte. You know, I know the places that do it. Food again. (laughs) Actual. So... It's things like that. I wouldn't say I was homesick, homesick, but you also get tired. So I did have downtime. I did have downtime Mm. on my trip. Mm. So there was, you know, I think the first one was, was it Vienna or Budapest? Budapest was my second downtime. There were days where I literally stayed in the hotel. Yeah. I only remember it being three times in the trip by memory where it was Vienna. I spent a whole day sleeping. And then it was Budapest. I stayed in the hotel room for one day. And then in Shena as well, closer to Christmas, where I just was like, nah, I need to regroup. I need to, mm. I can't keep being go, go, go. Even though when you're traveling, I was only spending like normally three hour chunks, you know, of the day out walking around, mm. seeing things, but a lot of walking. And then so. That's good that you made the time to do that because. Yeah. Um, I I definitely don't make time for that on my holidays. I and I should. Like, you need to. You but need you don't really to. think about that stuff. And even if I go back to the holiday that I had with my sister, we went to America and I think, oh, my gosh, like, we got off that plane. We landed in, like, Vegas was the first stop. And, wow. like, what a place to stop. What like a that. place to Right, so you're, like, exhausted from travelling. Yeah. And we got there and in the evening. bright lights and <laughs> we, loud music. We literally got there in the evening. We checked into our hotel and I was so tired. Where did you stay and in I, oh, I think we stayed in the Luxor, which was – is that what it's called, the pyramid one? Oh. Yeah, so we were just excited because it was a pyramid. So. Oh, no. Do I don't know what remember mean? what that's called. That sounds Luxor, familiar. Luxor, I think it was called, the Luxor. Yeah, anyway, I it was a pyramid. Oh, I, I really stayed excited. in Aria. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we stayed there and it was like we got there and, again, it was late. It was mm. late. And obviously, like, Vegas is buzzing. It's summertime. Like, it's late. Anyway, we get there. We're so tired. And I remember, like, I got into bed. And my sister got into bed and I was about to fall asleep. And then I rolled over and I was like, excuse my French, but I was like, what the F are we doing? We are in Vegas. Get the hell up. We're going out. Oh. And it was like, we cannot sleep. in. Ve- you can't yeah, sleep in Vegas. That's not possible. And so that we should have slept yeah. because then what happened was there was no sleep pretty much. Yep. And then, you know, from Vegas we went to Miami and like long flights and then you're partying again. And it yeah. was just like... Well, we got to, so some of my family lives in New York State. Yes. So we finally got to them and we crashed out. And like, you know, it's family time. And they're like, it's great to to see see you guys. I'm like, nice to meet you. See you later. 24 hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, should have made time for those things. How long was your entire trip? It wasn't very long. It was about two and a half weeks. And so I get that. I get yeah. that because, you know, in seven weeks I had three rest days. Yeah. So I get a shorter yeah. trip that you're trying to make the most out of yes. it. You know, it's funny, you reminded me when I was in Vegas with a friend, we tried to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Stay, we were staying up really late. We were going to the clubs and whatnot. And I'm still relatively like, mm, it's 1am, 2am, can we get going, mm-hmm. you know, back to the room, I'm tired. I don't like to do full benders or anything like that. Yeah. Plus I don't drink. Like, yeah, yeah. And so what we were doing was then the next day we were 
going – this was young Cass, mm-hmm. the Cass that used to sit by the pool all day. We would literally go and fall asleep <laughs> at the pool and then we'd get sunstroke. So it just wasn't working in our favour, you know, all these things that we were doing wrong. Oh, my God. No, Rosie and I, we were crazy. And I, I don't drink either. So even in Vegas, it was like, oh, I was lucky to have – two drinks for that whole trip and trying to stay awake when you, there's, there's no assistance oh, in the system. So I remember one night we were at this place until 4am and we left because we had to catch a flight at 6am. I've heard this story. Yes, yes, and it was just like, yeah, I don't even know how, how did I survive how did that trip. Do I don't that? know. I don't know. But it also, <laughs> on story time, it does also remind me of when me and my cousins travelled in 2012 in Italy and that was my first Europe trip. Uh-huh. And we got to Florence and, like you said, we just flaked it. We were like, all right, guys, let's get ready. No, you know what it was? We got to Florence and it was hot and we went straight to a pool. We asked uh-huh. the concierge, where's the nearest pool? Mm-hmm. We went to it. We were falling asleep standing up on public transport, <laughs> like against the poles, like our heads hitting. We get to the hotel room and we're like, we're still in our wet bathers. And we're like, let's go, let's go out to dinner. Let's all shower and go out to dinner. We literally sit on the bed like, who's having a shower first? And then it was just like, <laughs> passed out. Out. All we of were you. out. We were gone. And then we woke up. I swear we woke up the next morning and we were like, what's happening? <laughs> we were so like, do we just, do we just miss a day? Like a night? <laughs> Yeah, because we've been going, 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 going. Yeah. That was actually very, very bad, and I do not recommend that. No. One of my cousins got a sty in her eye. Oh, no. I ha- there was something wrong with me as well. <laughs> like, oh, my god! We all had something wrong with us because we were just like <laughs> – Lack of sleep. Lack of sleep, yeah. being just eating crap, not treating our bodies right. Mm-hmm. I think my feet were fat. I think that's what it was. <laughs> like my ankles got really swollen. Yeah, no, like the fluid just wasn't your poor body. Like, just. yeah, my cousin had a start. We were all stuck. <laughs> like, it was not great. Yeah, oh, but tra- they, make, they make for good stories. They do. They do. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. But yeah, I obviously highly recommend traveling alone. Mm. There's so many benefits that come with it, and you will realize how grateful you are for your life and mm. you know what you're doing at that time and it's yeah I do I really recommend it mm. look I don't know if I'm going to do it but I appreciate this chat today and you know I'm proud of you thank you, proud so of you for doing much. it that's all right we'll go on another trip together soon. Um, look I'm just going to keep my beach walks and I love <laughs> just... I, I mean I love traveling with friends too like if they're the right people <laughs> Wow. So, like, every, people listening to this, if they've travelled with you before, they're like, it was me. Like, it was me that she didn't enjoy travelling with. I'm sure the person that, you know, it was won't listen to this, That's so it's quite. fine. Anyone else can question me because I'm sure it wasn't you. Yeah. And if the person that it was does question me, I'll be like, look, it was you. Like, you were bad to travel with. She would know because she's had other people come up to her and they – Defriended her after traveling oh, no. with her. Oh no! Yeah, just yeah, very. Con- no, let's not even get into that. <laughs> no, oh my never gosh! Again. Well, good chat. It was good to be back. Yeah, to be it's back with so you. So great! It's so great, and it's great chatting again. I missed this, so me too. I'm happy to be back and talking to our. 
friends, followers, listeners. Same. We're looking forward to the next recording. Absolutely. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Bye.